And welcome once again to the Lucky Mojo Hootie Rework Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. I'm your announcer, Papa New, to PapaNew.com in Omaha, Nebraska, and in just a moment we'll be joined by our co-host, Catherine Ironwood of LuckyMojo.com in Forestville, California, and Conjurman Ali of TheConjurman.com in Mission Viejo, California. This week, we'll be joined by a special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, John St. Germain of JohnStGermain.com in Knoxville, Tennessee, bringing us today's topic on transforming bad situations to good. Afterwards, they'll take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hoodoo, conjure, or root work as divined and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodooists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first, let's catch up with our co-hosts, Miss Cat and Conjurman Ali. Miss Cat. Hi. Thank you, Papa Newt. You're welcome. Um, I'm going to take my little moment to ask you, how are things in Omaha? Busy. <laughs> I'm I'm just getting ready. Uh, uh, my listening <coughs> event for March has just been posted. Classes to be taught, traveling to Des Moines. Just, it's been busy. <laughs> Good. I'm so glad to see you, you know, really taking your place here as a teacher. I just have to say, you know, um, we all have roles in life. And, um, you know, some of us do lots of spells and some of us do lots of prayers and some of us light lots of candles. There's a smaller number of us who become teachers. And I'm so glad to take see you taking that role because you have a lot of knowledge and you have a good way of talking and you have a good way of presenting yourself. Anybody in the Midwest who can take a class with Papa Newt will learn a lot. So that's good. And um, where can they find this calendar of your event? Uh, They can find it at papanewt.com slash events. And uh, they'll be able to see that calendar of what's coming up and even on my uh, Facebook page of Papa Newt. Okay, Papa Newt at Facebook and papanewt.com slash events, okay? Papa Newt is um, really expanding a portion of his career that I've been looking forward to for a long time. He has a book promise to us as well. We're just, you know, we're just sitting there waiting, begging. <laughs> so, all right. Thank you so much, Papa Newt, for letting us know how things are going in your world. Um, now, uh, I can tell you how things are going in my world. Well, we've got Mercury <laughs> retrograde out here on the West Coast. Oh, my God. Um, oh, yeah. And um, that was Ali going, oh, my God. Yeah, West Coast, I know. we're straight in the path of the Chinese COVID-19 coronavirus meltdown. Um, and um, the Port of Los Angeles reports that they are have cut 25% of their incoming shipments. Y'all wondered where all that cheap stuff you got at the Walmart and Target and all, where it came from. Remember, it, it comes from China, right? Okay, just, just mentioning that to you. Um, there's a lot of um, problems in distribution. I'm going to make a recommendation to everybody. I have taken this recommendation, and I'm going to give a shout-out to my good friend, Bob Richmond, retired pathologist and um, 
Uh, he is an amazing man. If if you want a friend, a really great guy on Facebook. His name is Bob Richmond. He's an old white-haired dude. He's 80 years old. This guy knows more about medicine in his little finger than many doctors alive now know in their whole hearts and minds. And he has been uh, keeping us all updated on the COVID-19 without freaking out, without conspiracy theories, without weirdness, but he's telling us what to do. We want to buy as much food as we can. The COVID-19 virus lasts for nine days on metal, glass, or plastic surfaces before it dies, right? Nine days. Mm -hmm. Get all the food in you want, um, and you can um, have it delivered by mail if you really want it, you know, like... um, you know, UPS, whatever, order your food on Amazon, order your food from Safeway, DoorDash, whatever. Drop it outside and don't touch it for nine days. Canned goods, right? Now, if it's frozen food, you do have to handle it, okay? Handle it safely. Put it away for nine days before you even open it, touch it. The other thing he said, very important to know, get all your medicines and get a stockpile of your medicines one ahead. If Mm -hmm. the lines of supply go down, and it may not, this may be a false alarm, he said he can't guarantee that it's, you know, he's just saying this is what you do. This is what you have to do if it's going to be a pandemic that's going to be very serious. It may just fizzle out like uh, Mr. Trump thinks. It may not. I'm not going to scare you. I'm just going to say make sure you have all of your medications, your vitamins, your supplements, your insulin, your whatever that you need, and that you have it now because most of that currently is being made in China. And therefore, when supplies on the shelves are gone, it'll be gone. There's no factories in the U.S. that are making some of these products, some of these foods. We're also reliant on China. So we don't know. It may just fizzle out. Let's hope and pray, but it won't help you to have a three-month supply ahead. And um, it'll just sit there, just do nice, and um, you'll have, you know, whatever. That's it. Meanwhile, the stock market is falling. Okay, stock market is in Mm -hmm. virtual free fall right now because of Mm -hmm. COVID-19. Those people who listen to this show five years from now will go, what the heck was she talking about? Well, it's just a flu virus. We don't know. The death toll seems high. The spread, the contagion seems high. Um, But it may just not go much farther than SARS or MERS did or Mm -hmm. Ebola. Ebola has a low transmission rate and a higher death rate. Always remember, according to Bob Richmond, my friend, (laughs) you've got to multiply the contagion rate times the death rate. Because a high death rate with low contagion, it's not of any bother to you. It'll stay in the Democratic Republic of Congo, and you're not in, in any risk. High contagion rate, low death rate, well, that's something like the common cold, right? But when you have a high contagion rate and a high death rate, problem. Death rate right now is almost nil for young children. It rises the older you get. If you have had previous respiratory problems or if you have had um, a compromised immune system, uh, your your uh, death rate goes up. Now, of course, those are just statistics, but look at yourself logically, unsparingly, truthfully. Am I over 55? Have I had previous respiratory issues such as pleurisy, pneumonia, bronchitis, asthma, um, God forbid, lung cancer? Have I had those things, COPD? And am I over 55? If so, you really do need to kind of buckle down and think, what am I going to do to survive COVID-19 if it comes to my environment? Okay, end of preachment. I know, whatever. Meanwhile, 
Um, <laughs> back, back. But it's Mercury retrograde. It may all go away. Trump may be right. I'm not trying to scare anybody. Okay, turning it over to you, Contraband Ali. What do you have to say about today? Look, all I'm going to say, first of all, what a Mercury in retrograde it's been. Oh God. Let's just put that out there. It's, I mean, everything that you can imagine, Mercury retrograde can happen, will happen. I'm a big believer in riding Mercury in retrograde like a like you surf. This mm-hmm. is the Southern Californian in me. That's mm-hmm. how I treat Mercury retrograde. So I don't panic. I don't freak out. You just kind of ride it, and, and things mm-hmm. work out. But it's been it's been a rough one. But I would I do want to say something here is uh, so. One of the things, one of the predictions I did for the annual uh, readings that I do was about this year of the underworld in which plagues and diseases would reemerge, and we're seeing this with 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 uh, the coronavirus. So that that came true. But one of the key components of that is not that the coronavirus will be a world-ending disease. We have no idea, right? It could not. It could very easily fizzle out. The issue with with diseases like coronavirus, with with potential pandemics like the coronavirus is our response to it. It's mm-hmm. the social consequences, the economic consequences. So as we speak, most universities have shut down their travel abroad programs. Those travel mm-hmm. abroad programs deeply impact the economy of various countries. So you're going to see an economic downturn. Our stock market basically crashed uh, over the past couple of days. Bitcoin dropped dramatically, even worse than the stock, stock market did. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, you're seeing borders getting closed down. Uh, mm-hmm. Various countries that are allies are like, nope, we're just shutting down borders. And then when these crises happen, certain bad actors will try to take advantage of them. So at the same time that this is happening, Turkey has invaded Syria. So what mm-hmm. we're seeing is this kind of massive upheaval. Even if the coronavirus goes away in a month, the consequence of the coronavirus is going to be felt for the next several months, and politically as well. You know, one of the big hits that the Trump administration has, has taken is because of their response to the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is the type of stuff that when people practice mundane astrology or geomancy or they do these readings, you can see this very clearly in the chart. And you see it as a sort of ripple effect. You see, okay, mm-hmm. I see this plague from the underworld springing up. But what's, more, what's, what's the real issue? Is it that it's deadly or that it's going to upheave everything we kind of know? And we're now in that stage of maybe this thing is going to start to really rock the boat. Mm-hmm. So bunker down, like Miss Cat said. Gather the food supplies. Gather the medicine. Be kind to one another and wash your damn hands. Yeah, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands, definitely. Wash your hands for 20 seconds, okay, with soap and water. Scrub, 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 then rinse. Um, 20 seconds is considered to be the optimum amount of time. Um, Mm -hmm. Somebody uh, from the government figured out that the optimum song to sing is Happy Birthday to You at the usual tempo twice. Sing Happy Birthday to You twice at the usual tempo. (laughs) <laughs> That's 20 seconds. If you have another song you like better, then <laughs> you can do that song. <laughs> so I love that. Well, uh, yeah, I know. It's it's the world. It's full of crazy ideas. <laughs> so, um, so well, I have, I have one other thing to say about this, too. William Stickevers. I want you all to uh, go over and, and uh, follow William Stickevers, friend him, like him on Facebook. William Stickevers is a member of AIR. His... Um, 
specialty is mundane astrology. And just a note, because he had to post it again, natal horoscopes are not the same as mundane astrology. Um, Natal astrology has to do with your time of birth, your projected life cycle events in your Mm. life. Mundane astrology has to do with larger things, the lives of nations, earthquakes, volcanoes, asteroid hits, uh, COVID-19 virus, all of that stuff mm-hmm. is mundane astrology, wars and rumors of wars and, um, and so forth. Um, that is his specialty. And he also specializes in the stock market and in politics. Those are, those are mundane astrology. He also will do your natal horoscope if you want him to. By, by all means, he's a good guy if you want a natal horoscope done. But his specialty is these larger things, um, pol- political and stock market. He and I don't agree on politics, and Ali, I know, is on my side and doesn't agree with mm-hmm. him either. He's a right-wing guy, but he's a damn good astrologer. Damn good astrologer. He's posting charts on the stock market right now. He's posting charts on COVID-19. And um, he's really doing his part to educate people. So follow him, William Stick Evers. And um, he is absolutely spot on in terms of um, checking all of this out. You just have to ignore all his stuff about Trump, in my opinion, because he's... But then, you know, half of you all are ignoring all my stuff about Bernie Sanders, right? Because vote for Bernie Sanders. Because if we had voted for Bernie Sanders, we would have had Medicare for All by now, and all of these hospital trips that y'all are about to take and go into the ICU would be paid for, but now they're not. Now they're not. Can we just point out out that in countries where they have universal health care, the checks for the coronavirus is zero dollars. The test in the United States is three thousand dollars just to check if you have the coronavirus. Just putting out that please type that in, Contramentally. Please type that in. People need to read and understand what Medicare for I mean it's outrageous. Okay. Having said all of that, <laughs> let's turn to today's special guest from AIR, John St. Germain, because he's going to bring us a topic, turning bad things to good. And maybe Perfect the coronavirus timing. will help us get Bernie Sanders elected and we can have public health care. Hi, John. Well, hi. Um, gosh, the coronavirus. Well, you know, those who don't learn the lessons of history are doomed to repeat them, right? Since I was a little kid, we've been looking at the end of the world, haven't we? In the 70s, it was uh, World War III, you know, uh, nuclear destruction, mutual assured destruction. We uh, Mm -hmm. we were in school in the 70s. We thought, well, you know, why should we even have ambition? We're all going to be destroyed by a nuclear holocaust. And um, Mm -hmm. every time I hear it's going to be World War III, it's imminent, I just think, again, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. you live to be our age. We've we've seen this. 1999, there's Y2K. Then Mm -hmm. uh, early 2000, anthrax was going to kill us all. Then West Nile virus and SARS, the avian flu, E. coli. Um, Mm -hmm. What else? Swine flu. Uh, Then the BP oil spill was going to destroy the oceans, and we were going to suffocate. Mm. Um, How many times have we had the end of the world through Mayans, Aztecs, etc.? Then North Korea was going to was going to uh, start. Um, a war, then Ebola, then the, remember the mm-hmm. Disney measles? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Disney the Disney measles, measles. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Zika. Then uh, then the migrant caravan was going to come into this country, and there's going to be a mass extinction. Uh, then measles, 
measles uh, wasn't that long ago, a couple of years ago, and now it's the mm-hmm. coronavirus. So uh, every couple of years there's a media frenzy about some panic, and what this panic does, you cannot make good decisions if you're in a state mm. of panic, mm-hmm. right? If you're in a mm-hmm. state of panic, anger, fear, uh, uh, you're reactive. You're not acting, you're reacting. So um, there's uh, vested interests, and I don't mm-hmm. want to sound like, Conspiracy theorists, there's vested interest to keep us off balance. You know, always afraid of something. And uh, but you know, look at history. Uh, these things happen, and it's never as bad as it seems. Of course, it's like the boy who cried wolf. Occasionally, there is a real wolf, right? So uh, you have to learn the difference between a real wolf and you know the 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 proper wolf. So. Uh, uh, that that requires diligence. It really does. Um, you know, you, can I can world? I just can I just jump sure. in, John? You forgot yeah. Comet Kohotek. Comet mm. Kohotek. Yeah, that was it. Man, yeah, the, uh, uh, Moses David wrote a pamphlet. Remember Moses David? He wrote a pamphlet about Kohotek. Yes. Well, I I actually supported myself for about three months just doing astrology on Comet Kohotek and people. People call me up, need to have a chart. Am I going to die in Comet Kohotek? I mean, no, it was like that was my cottage industry for three months, Comet Kohotek. Oh, my goodness. Kohotek, <laughs> yeah, the Kohotek. Add that to the timeline of of uh, doomsday predictions. And, uh, you know, yeah. whole religions were founded by doomsday mm-hmm. predictions that exist yeah. to this mm-hmm. day. Well, that list you that list you gave us, you just rattled that off. I wish we could get that in the chat log. What a great list, and and it's true. Um, That is exactly what we do need to keep in mind. But on the other hand, let's just look at it the other way. Look at the Spanish influenza. Would we really like another? uh, disease with as high a contagion rate and as high a kill rate as the Spanish influenza. I don't think yeah. we would like that. Um, depending on your pop. age, yeah. Depending on your age and um, and your location during the Spanish influenza, anywhere between from one to sixteen, one out of sixteen to one out of six people died. Depending on where they fell in their. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in their statistical thing. One out of six people, that's a lot of people. So just think about that. The bubonic plague killed one out of ten. Now, God knows we've overpopulated the earth, but do you want to be one of the sacrificial victims? I don't know. You know. Mm. Don't? I don't mm. think so. All right. Um, yeah. So let's talk more generally. Turning bad situations because that's what we got right now. We've got and, and, and yeah. also I need to say this because we mentioned it in the chat log. Ali and I were having a little chat about it, but it didn't get mentioned on mm-hmm. the air. <laughs> Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We've talked about this before, Ali. Can you just yeah. quickly just give the little the brief one sentence, two sentence? What's that? Sure. About? This is probably the oldest astrological technique in the world. It comes from the Babylonians picked up by the Achaemenid Persians, the Sasanians, Abu Mashar, Theophilus, and then it makes its way into Europe through medieval astrology. And the conjunction of Jupiter-Saturn, and then in the modern world with Pluto, as well as we discovered the outer planets, has been used to predict mundane events. It's probably the oldest technique in mundane astrology, and it generally has like a 20-year cycle. Every 20 years, Jupiter and Saturn kind of conjunct, they conjunct in certain places. And where it arrives 
can tell you a lot. The last time, for example, uh, it was in Scorpio. We saw the end of a vast empire, the Ottomans, right? So we, we can mm-hmm. generally use both its historical trajectory and this kind of deeper root of timing to say, okay, what's going to happen this time around? And so using Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto conjunction, when you look at these three planets and the timing that they bring, you can make big predictions. And in fact, uh, part of the annual predictions that I made at the beginning of this year, because it's actually going December 2020, if I'm not mistaken, is when we're going to see Jupiter, Saturn conjunct begin. So Mm -hmm. you actually use that for this 2020 prediction. That's where part of the predictions came out. But it is Mm -hmm. the oldest technique, and if I'm not mistaken, William Stickovers is also using a similar method uh, looking at these three planets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so to boil it down, Jupiter-Saturn conjunction appears about every 20 years. Pluto... or so. Pluto or so, and it's very... And Pluto was discovered in 1930 and and has been as, ascribed because Saturn was the outermost planet and therefore the planet of cold, yep. dark, death. Pluto is now the outermost planet, the planet of cold, dark, death, and therefore Pluto is ascribed as a Saturn go-along or an mm-hmm. empowerment of Saturn. So yeah. if Jupiter and Saturn meet without Pluto, okay, it's just what it is. But this time, Pluto is along for the ride. That gives Saturn yeah. more power than Jupiter. Does yeah. that make? De- in yeah. other words, it's two death to one life, or exactly the, the two death slash two underworld planets with the one life planet. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So now Jupiter, though, in, in that we call it a, a benevolent planet, does rule ideas like kingship. And so when Jupiter and Saturn mm-hmm. meet, we have the overthrow of nations. Just that's kind yes. of where I am. Just just trying to give the brief, and and I just have to thank you for you brought the Sassanians in. My God, (laughs) you know I had to. Um, You know I I knew you had. You you know I'm descended from the Sassanian princess. What was her name? Dadwar. She's one of my ancestresses. Oh, how cool! (laughs) She married. She married a Jewish guy. She married the fifth Exilarch or something. I, I don't know. Whatever. Oh, I love I love that history. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. She she was the Sassanid princess. Um, That's so cool. Um, and she's like she's my great great great, you know, seventy six times great grandmother. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's so cool. <laughs> Just gotta say, nobody mentions them. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I love the way Nagashiva spelled exolark. It's kind of like a bird. No, it's exile. They were in exile. Exile yeah. lark. He was the, the, the leader of the Jewish exile people, the exilarch. Okay. Uh, all right. So having now set the stage for we know how bad it is, how do mm-hmm. we turn bad to good? Let's turn this over to John. How do we turn bad to good? Well, there, it, there's a lot of situations that apparently seem bad, but they're really uh, clearing the ground for better things. At the time, we say... Um, these things seem like oppression, um, but then uh, there's there's um, a saying, I think, that at the time things are happening to us, they seem random and chaotic and cruel, but we look back and we see that they, were, they seem to be inevitable, they seem to be scripted, and, uh, <clears throat> and uh, if you ask somebody and you say, well, would you have changed anything in that time, most people would say no, no, they, uh, these things had to happen to clear the way. You know, we, we lose a job, and we think, oh, this is the worst thing that ever happened. But then we think, mm. no, no, because I got something 
very good. Or we, we break up with someone that we're in love with, and, and we think, oh, my God, my heart's broken. This is just the worst thing. But then we meet someone who's really better for us. Um, so it's a matter of perspective. We have to get out of the moment and and look at it from a higher perspective. And I think this comes with age. Um, uh, I was uh, in a 12-step program once. Um, there was a very wise guy. His name was John. Most people named John are very wise, by the way. So um, <clears throat> it's because we're named after a small room in the house. You know, we, we feel we have to redeem our name. Um, and he said, have you ever heard, John, and I was at a low point in my time. I, I was attending um, a 12-step meeting, a very low point in my life. And he said, John, you ever hear uh, – uh, and I've suffered a devastating loss, and I was stuck in the moment. I was stuck in that moment. He said, you ever hear of the bubblegum theory? I said, no. He said, when you're a little kid, when you're two years old and you lose your bubblegum, it seems like it's the worst thing that ever happened to you until you lose a toy. Then that's the worst thing. Until you lose a friend. Then that's the worst thing. Until you lose a parent. Then that's the worst thing. And he said, so every loss you have in your life prepares you for the for the – Greatest loss, he said, until the, you lose the greatest thing of all, your most precious possession, you lose your life. And uh, and that stuck with me because it is true. Every uh, Everything that seems like an oppression or a bad situation uh, seems to be a, a spiritual event. And mm. so uh, there's no such thing as a spiritual event without tears. That's like peanut butter without jelly, right? So if we – change our perspective and say what I'm going through now is really a spiritual event, you know, and, and get out of that spot of uh, self-absorption. Mm-hmm. You know, we get out of the victim mindset, you know, God hates me. Oh, my God, faith mm-hmm. hates me. Uh, you know, my my bad karma, you know, I, I can't win for losing, you know, this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and say, mm. okay, what what is happening here spiritually? Then, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, some of the Buddhist school says, uh, you see nirvana and samsara are the same thing, that uh, mm-hmm. uh, the mind can turn hell into heaven mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it can turn heaven into hell. Uh, mm-hmm. That's from Paradise that's so Lost, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, in, in the suffering, we find um, we find bliss. In the middle of suffering, we can find bliss and we can find uh, equanimity. And we see that um, even in this, in the middle of the suffering, while we're grieving, even um, we we find some peace in it. Uh, we find mm-hmm. purpose. We find meaning, mm-hmm. and and then we find a transformation, like we teach in the Crystal Silence League. Right, our mind changes and reality changes around us, and the transformation occurs in the moment. That mm-hmm. this is not necessarily a bad situation. It may seem like it's mm. bad because we think it's forever. We're stuck in the moment. But mm-hmm. all things change. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a hard thing to tell people, though, to compare, yes. you know, the loss of a mate of 42 years with the loss of a peanut mm-hmm. butter sandwich when they were three. Yes. So how do you do that? How do you say that well, to somebody? Uh, when someone is in the moment of loss, um they don't want to hear that you know all things are impermanent and this is just part of mm-hmm. the impermanence of the world. They don't want to hear that. They want sympathy. Mm-hmm. And we we must sit with a person then and be compassionate and mm-hmm. um, and and be empathetic and say I, I understand. I understand that you're in pain. That's not the time for a spiritual lesson. Um, mm-hmm. And because grief takes time. 
and Mm -hmm. grief may take a day, it may take a week, it may take a month. Grief takes time. Mm-hmm. And, and grief is how we honor our loved ones. Uh, there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with grief. Uh, I've had this argument with a lot of people who uh, are uh, involved in uh, some Eastern thought, some Buddhism. Um, they say grief mm-hmm. is attachment, but it's okay to grieve. Uh, it's okay mm-hmm. the tears and the grief honor the person you love, as long as you don't get stuck in it, because there are people who have grieved for years, and years is too long to grieve. That's too long. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, I just lost a, a friend of mine um, last week. Yeah, you know who Ed Fowler is, right, Kat? Mm-hmm. Raymond Carl. Raymond you know, he passed away last week. Yeah. He's a good friend of mine. I've known him for 25 years, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and I grieved and then let him go. And uh, uh, Ed lived to be in his 90s, and that's a good life. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, you know, of course, I'll miss him. I have great memories. You know, I helped write his – in fact, I did. I wrote his autobiography for him. He, he gave me mm-hmm. – uh, uh, basically, one long paragraph. <laughs> he sat down and wrote, and uh, and I was like, "Oh, okay, Ed." So uh, I interviewed mm-hmm. him for a week, and then wrote his autobiography for him. <clears throat> so uh, mm-hmm. uh, I knew Ed like few people did, and uh, uh, he he was uh, like one of those father figures for me. And uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, rather than being stuck in the grief, uh, I. I thought about the great friendship we had. And, of course, we've lost mutual friends, you know, like Ron Shank and et cetera. And mm-hmm. we, we, right. we miss them, but we don't get stuck mm-hmm. in the grief. Uh, you mm-hmm. don't honor a person if you get stuck in the grief. You honor them by being, being um, um, by living uh, and preserving their memory. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, so that's grief. You know, that, that's grief, of course. There are other situations, like bad financial situations. Um, mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, uh, relationship breakups and the it's it's similar things uh, it's similar things all of these things are going to crack you you know you'll you'll mm-hmm. be like a cracked teapot that you have to glue back together um, mm-hmm. but but they will um, strengthen you um, uh, there, I'll tell you that there's a, a situation we're dealing with now our, uh, my wife's son uh, you know who's 25 fell down two flights of steps and broke both his legs and he's staying with us now. And he won't be able to mm. really put weight on those for three months. And he he was in tremendous pain, just tremendous pain. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's fighting that pain. So the adrenaline of his uh, fighting that pain is uh, fighting the painkillers. And mm-hmm. um, you know we're trying to get him to just relax, relax into the pain, just relax into mm-hmm. it. He's, he's very never been in this pain before. And and I said I said son, the uh, there's going to be times in your life at least once where you're going to face more pain than you think you can handle. Mm-hmm. And that's going to happen to all of us, uh, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to face more pain than you think you can handle, but then you then you do. Mm-hmm. You find it in you to handle that pain. Well, let's go to, let's go to what people can do, because we're describing yeah. the universal human condition. But as Jeremy yes. points out, and thank you, Jeremy, for keeping us on topic. That's Dr. Jeremy Weiss, who's in our chat. Mm-hmm. Um, what we are really talking about here, says Jeremy, is transformation. Transformation yes. from bad to good, poverty, financial stability, loss mm-hmm. to contentment. And he also mm-hmm. adds, I think that ritual can be an important part of transformation. So let's go to what Jeremy said. What would you do? How, what are some of your techniques, John, for transforming bad to good? Now, I'm going to add one thing before I ask you that question. For sure. real. In the um, advertisements that um, we put up for this radio show, um, mm-hmm. Nagashiva always puts a few things up. One of them he put up was a label for Van Van. 
Van-Van is an old right. Hoodoo formula that is said to transform bad to good, change bad situations to good. So I'm going to just throw that out right away. Um, this is not internal transmutation or transformation. This is the application right. of an old Hoodoo formula that you know contains various herbs and and is used and roots and is used for transformation of bad to good. Some people yes. think of Van Van as a cleanser or cleaning solution, but it really also is a change, a game changer. Okay, so yes, my yes. first thing is yes. whenever I'm working with a client who expresses a lot of grief, and I have to get off the phone and get jump to another client, I will put a little Van Van on my fingertips, rub it in, maybe wash it off with water, and wash my face, um, and then shake my hands out because Van Van transforms all of the the, the the darkness that I took in from client number one. I'm ready to meet mm-hmm. client number two with my usual optimism. So Van Van in and of course it's soap. A form which is called Chinese wash, same, same kind of thing. Yes, yes, yes. Now, uh, what do you recommend? Um, that that is, Van Van is very good, and Hosnohana um, also mm-hmm. is very good for that too. And uh, yes, um, to to transform uh, 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 Aubrey Camino. Um, mm-hmm. uh, also, the. Uh, um, your your road opener of uh, the idea is, is to um, take what you have now now van van um, is, is your classic for turning bad into mm-hmm. good uh, mm-hmm. I mean that that is, that is your classic and um, the idea I think uh, I guess that is universal um, and then there's um, uh, there's the um, uh, uh, there's uh, some of the luck work that turns that transforms bad mm-hmm. luck into good there's mm-hmm. a couple of luck luck spells for that specifically if mm-hmm. you're in a run of bad luck you just think man it, you know I, I, every, everything i do just is uh going wrong there's uh, some of the luck spells specifically for that and then you have cut and clear right which mm-hmm. is uh, a turnaround mm-hmm. for your love life so there mm-hmm. are rituals for i mean in the uh uh, lexicon of root work, there's something for everything to turn things around. I'm gonna, there's a I'm reverse. Gonna, I'm going to talk about these for a minute because there's something interesting yeah. here to me. So um, Van Van is made, and, and I'm not giving away any secrets here, Van Van is made with um, grasses and the roots of grasses yeah. that are in the lemongrass mm-hmm. um, yeah. and uh, vetiver and um, you know citronella. They're all of them, primarily lemongrass. And that yeah. is uh, lemony scented, but it's not citrus. Hasnohana is jasmine, um, mm-hmm. night blooming jasmine. Uh, Abre Camino, a road opener, the, the herb, Abre Camino, is bone set or thoroughwort. And so there's road opener oils. And um, there are um, there are other, you know, Chinese wash, of course, has lemongrass in it. And the other one you mentioned is cut and clear, which is made with citrus. So... Um, so um the um the use of lemongrass is one form because citrus is very um it's a solvent and if you put citrus on some things you'll ruin the surfaces. So lemongrass is like I always think lemon scented pledge. It's called lemon scented uh-huh. pledge for a reason, right? Because otherwise yeah. if it was actually lemon oil, it would take the varnish off your your um <clears throat> furniture, right? So um be be Understand that both of those have a have a meaning. Now, citrus has another 
um, whole realm that it goes in. So you're going to look at 4711 um, uh, uh, cologne, which is a, a citrus-based um, cologne. Yes, and you're yes. going to look at um, at any kind of um, uh, Florida water has citrus in it. Okay? So those are all citrus. And um, citrus is an evanescent scent. It does not stay on your body long. Yeah. Um, but it will. It's sometimes used as splash. A cologne like that is used as a splash. And mm-hmm. um, I prefer 4711. There are many other. Um, there's a there's one called Portofino Neroli. There, there's a whole bunch of these citrus um, perfumes. They range in price. I yeah. think uh, Hoyt's Cologne is the best compromise. Um, yeah. It's my favorite uh, for price. Um, uh, because it's it's halfway in between the price of 47.11 and Florida Water. Florida Water is too cheap for me. It just has too much alcohol and not enough scent. And, um, and 47.11 is pretty high in price compared to Hoyt's. So there's your, your range, okay? And all of those are citrus. And so we're talking now about how you can customize those. You could take, for instance, um, Van Van oil. You could take Hasnahana or Jasmine oil. You can take those and shake them up into Hoyt's cologne, and you would have the best uh, topsy-turvy, I call it, turning bad to good formula that would be possible. It brings in these different forms, and someone's going to ask, which was the most powerful? It has nothing to do with power. It has to do with the region yes. of the world in which these were developed. Remember, the yeah. citrus area, the Mediterranean and Africa, um, is not was not common. To, even to get a citrus um, fruit to Germany was almost impossible. Mm-hmm. There had to be a whole supply line. It couldn't be done, right? Um, so Can I jump citrus... in with one more product? Yes, yes, quick, go right before, ahead. Before we run out of time. I was just going to say, uh, make a case for some astrological oils. Sun oil yes. is phenomenal for turning Sun. things around. It's got this alchemical component where it takes bad and makes it good. Okay, that's another one, sun oil. Okay, and the bumper music has come up. We're out of time. Oh, my gosh. Um, it goes fast. Well, we, we hope we did it fast. Um, and we will let <laughs> Papa Newt take over. <laughs> okay. The Lucky Mojo Hoodie Rootwork Hour with your hosts, Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ali, and this week's special guest, John St. Germain, will be right back. We'll be taking calls from our listeners, answering their questions through spiritual divination and prescribing down-home conjure remedies and remediation. Our calling clients are selected from among those who have filled out a short questionnaire at the Lucky Mojo Forum at form.luckymojo.com. You can listen to the show online through Blog Talk Radio or via telephone by dialing 818-394-8535. If you filled out a client questionnaire at the forum, please dial in now to 818 394 8535 and press 1 to let us know that you're available to be on the air. We will select callers by their area code and if your area code is announced, we'd like you to say hello and let me your announcer pop a newt read a brief description of your situation before turning it over to our host. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our first caller and our first caller of the evening is a first time caller calling in from area code 910 in North Carolina. This is Cassandra. Cassandra, are you there? Yes. 
Hi, welcome to the show, and thank you for entrusting us with your situation this evening. You're welcome. Now, look, now looking at your information, I see you have not had any uh, readers readings with Miss Catter Contraminal Lee, but you did have a reading six months ago with the local root worker there in North Carolina on this particular situation. Is that correct? Right. All right, thank you. And we did have to do a slight modification to your description for on-air readability, uh, but Cassandra writes, my boyfriend who lives with me is doing things that will endanger my family and me. I want to break, with, uh, break up with him and remove him from my life. How can I get him to leave peacefully and just cut his losses and go? I have prayed about this and have faith that God will help me. I just want to get this done before something happens that can't be undone. Turn back to you, Ms. Kat. All right. Um, so I posted her original as well in, in here in the chat log because there's something she said that got cut, and I want to mention this. Um Cassandra said that she had a dream, and I want to talk about divination. This is not, she's not asking for divination. She's had a dream, mm. and we're going to go with yeah. that. We don't, so I'm just alerting my fellow people here. We're not going to do a card reading. We're going to tell her what to do because she had the dream. We can interpret the dream, but she's already interpreted it. She says, I feel like I have confirmation that I do need to just get him to leave. He lives with me because I had a dream a few weeks ago, and in it we had gotten up and I went outside and dogs were laying in my yard with severed heads. Okay? Oh, wow. <laughs> so so we don't need to do a reading for, for Cassandra because she did her own reading, right? All right. So that, that was, do you agree that that was Separation. Oh, I agree. I mean, oh, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. We're just going to oh, say, yeah, Cassandra, yeah. Cassandra, you do your name proud. Cassandra yeah. was one of the best-known prophetesses in the ancient world, and you have a prophetic gift. You do dream true. That sent goosebumps up my back when I read that. Oh, my God. Um, she's in danger. This is a dangerous dream. Dogs lying in her yard with severed heads. Oh, my God. Dogs yeah. represent loyalty, faithfulness, helpers, and mm-hmm. their heads right. have been cut off. This is bad, 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 bad. So I'm not going to do a card reading here. I'm just going to go to yeah. what are we going to do? I am going to ask you a question, though. What sign of the zodiac are you? I'm Capricorn. Capricorn. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. Earlier in the show, I don't know if you were tuned in or not, we were talking about Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. They're all in Capricorn right now. We were talking about this giant disaster that's happening astrologically. It's happening in Capricorn. So all my... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad, bad, bad. Sorry. Okay. Number two, what what sign of the zodiac is he? Um... Hold on, let me look it up. Uh, well, what's I his can't birthday? remember. April 1st. Say that again? What's sign, what is his birth date? Um, it's April 1. April 1st. So he's an Aries. Okay. Mm. This is bad also. 
And anyone looking at the current astro weather will know why. Because there's also a nice little pile up of planets in Aries right now. And guess what? They're squaring Capricorn. Aries yeah. is square mm-hmm. to Capricorn. This is very bad. This is you are actually in danger. And I'm going to go a step farther because mm. and I'm not trying to scare you, but I am going to scare you, I'm sorry to say. We were talking about Saturn, the planet of death, having Pluto with it, the planet of more death. (laughs) This is a time for you to act now. You really do have to act now. You won't be able to act until Mercury starts to go direct, but still, I'm telling you, you you are in a very bad situation. I don't need to know what this guy is doing, but you've got to get him out, okay? So, you live with him. How long have you lived together? Um, for about over two years. How much? He's lived with me for over two years. Two years? Okay. Yeah. So, do you have children with him? No. Do you have children that are not his? Right, I do. You do? Okay, this is real bad. All right. Okay. Um, I'm going to recommend that you start with... Asking friends, I'm serious here. I'm not going to go to magic first. I want to do some mundane stuff first. I want you to to ask yourself. I'm not going to Q&A you here on the air. Do you have friends or relatives who can help you? If so, you need to talk to them. If your children are in danger from anything he does, you need to be very careful that this doesn't blow up in such a way that you lose your children due to um, CPS or some, you know, DFAC or whatever your local uh, state calls it, Child Protective Services, Family Services. Um, y- there's a danger here. There's a real danger here, and um, this is um, this is a situation actually probably worse than you wanted to describe it, in my opinion. Um, if you need to remove him completely from your life, I would like you to be able to um, have a safe place. Has he ever done anything to physically harm you or the children? No. 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 So what he's doing is something dangerous on the outside. He's he, he's It's outside the house. Okay. Again, I don't need to get into details of what he's doing, but it's not good. All right. You may have to move. Um, I have um, pulled one card just asking how best to do this magically. I'm not asking the question, is it a danger? I'm just saying, what should you do? What form should it take? And the card I got was the Three of Pentacles. The Three of Pentacles is social services, nonprofit institutions, the church, universities, and hospitals. You will need to call upon some outside agency for help. It is a nonprofit in that they won't charge you money for helping you. Volunteers or a government agency doesn't matter. It's not something that's going to cost you the most. It could be family, but what we see here is a monk, an architect, and a stonemason collaborating to make a safe space, which could be a church, it could be a hospital, it could be a university, it could be a social service program of some sort. I'm going to tell I you, I do, I'm sorry, what? I, I, I can't really move. Um, 
I live on family land. Ah, you All can't move because you live on family land. Okay. Then we yeah. might, you I, might need, you're going to need an outside helper. This is an outside helper to get him to move. So you have a couple of choices. Either you're going to, we're going to talk about some spells, and and we have other people here who are going to also help. So um, just hang on a moment. Either you're going to have to do a spell to get him to move, but I'm going to say this is serious enough because of your astrological condition that if you're going to have him move, you might have to have him moved. In other words, outside people helping you. Because doing a spell is one thing, but I think you might have to you might end up with marshals on the land or police on the land. I'm or a family member on the land is going to have to come down to it. Now I'm going to turn this over because I'm my time is up. I'm going to turn this over to John, and he's going to give you some spell work. And maybe John, you can focus on spells she can do for a peaceful separation. But I didn't see a peaceful separation as a likely prospect. But go ahead, John. I think uh, <clears throat> protection is very important too, and um, to help protect you and your family from harm and uh, a very simple one and easy one would be to uh, brew up a uh, an infusion, a tea of motherwort and um, you can rinse your uh, underwear and socks and motherwort uh, after you do your laundry and then you, uh, you rinse them you put it in the rinse cycle when you do your laundry uh, this tea of motherwort and then just finish um, and uh, then Run, run, you know, let them dry. You can put them on the clothesline if you want to, but it's okay to run them in the dryer once you've uh, infused them with a, this bath of motherwort. And um, then um, as you wear it, this will protect you. This will protect your family. And, uh, uh, you know, every member of your family should have that, not him, but you. And this this will help provide a spiritual protection. Um, and um, one of the uh, ways you can... Uh, call upon spiritual aid to banish him would be to write his name on a tea leaf or on a bay leaf and burn it uh, and, and take the ashes and put the ashes in his shoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this would uh, put spiritual protection on you and spiritual pressure on him to leave. Uh, these are very simple things to do and uh, very easy materials to get. Um, and uh, you know these these may be useful to you, and uh, again, you might um, uh, you know you know you could try to work a hot foot on him, but I do think it's going to require uh, legal action to get him out of there as well. This is going to be something that's going to be spiritually assisted, but also legally assisted. Um, and you know, I pull a card on him, and this uh, situation that just gets worse and worse. Uh, so I think quick action is very necessary. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to jump in here on Hotfoot because everyone says let's use Hotfoot, but a Hotfoot may anger him, and yeah, I would, I and I would say um, uh, separation is yeah. quieter. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is this is really um, a danger. There, there's more danger here than you might know. Is what I'm trying to get at. Um, there's a lot of danger. So, there's, it can escalate. There are some things yeah. you can do which I think can help move him along uh, to avoid escalation. There's a couple things to be aware of, first off. Um, if you've been following this show, you know that occasionally we look at astrology for, for, and mundane. Uh, Uranus is in Taurus right now, which is home and hearth. 
um, uh, people read that as a sort of economic thing. It's not. It's a possession thing. Uh, so that's where that's literally Uranus and Taurus, right? That's the threat to the home. The second thing is that Mars is in Capricorn until the end of this month. This that, that's your sign. You're Capricorn, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, yeah, she's a Capricorn. Yeah. So this is going to take until the end of the month. Be aware of that. But this is this is the issue here. So what you're going to do is is to get this guy to leave without causing a fuss. Take his hair. Put it in a bottle or a jar and then cover it with salt. Spray mm-hmm. over the salt and say, salt, take this man far, far away from me. Salt does what you tell it to do. And it's a way of hot-footing it without adding in those hot components. Don't use red peppers. Don't use black peppers. Don't use things that will make this person angry. Cover it with salt. Then take separation oil and pour it over it. Separation oil is phenomenal. I have used it for clients over and over again who needed a sort of separation or divorce with no fighting, something amicable. It works, let me tell you. Pour that separation oil over the salt, close the jar slash bottle up, shake it up. Shake it up, take it to a river that is running away from you. You have to be clear with the directions. Make sure it's not headed to your property. Make sure it's not headed in the direction of your property. This has to be a river that's going away. It may take a little bit of driving to find it. You Google Maps, you'll find it. Toss it there and then walk away without looking back. The second step that I want you to do is go to your ancestor's graveyard. This is your ancestral land. This is family land. Your ancestors are your greatest guardians to protect it. Find, excuse me, find the graveyard dirt of an ancestor who is willing to help you in this matter. Go to the cemetery and they will call out to you, Uncle Joe, I need your help. Grandpa so-and-so, somebody's in my home and he needs to go. Leave a couple coins, three dimes, gather a bit of that graveyard dirt and sprinkle it in the house. Sprinkle it at the doors. Sprinkle it at the windows. Sprinkle it leading up to the door. Everywhere that he's going to walk through it. And the spirit will drive him out. These two work really well to both bring you some level of protection. Your ancestor is your guardian there. Your ancestor is your protector there. Uh, Okay. uh, I'm sorry, say that again? I have an ancestor altar in my bedroom. No, we're not talking okay, about dirt. an ancestor altar. You have to listen to what he you said. Dirt. He I said dirt. you need you to need. go to an ancestor's grave. You need to leave an offering, coins, or yeah. if you know what they like, if they like a certain tobacco, if they like a yeah. certain whiskey. Okay, coffee. I got it. Leave. Get the dirt, bring the dirt home, and sprinkle it mm-hmm. around the perimeter of the land, around the house, and across yes. the doors. So you're doing three layers here. Walk yes. the edge of the property, sprinkling that dirt. Call upon Uncle Joe, whoever, Grandpa, so and so. Protect and guard me. Get him off the property. Go around the house, right? Sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. When you sprinkle, you're going to walk backwards and cast it forward as if you were sowing seeds in a furrow in the land, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to go, Uncle Joe, protect the house and get him out of the house. And then you're going to do the third layer, which is a cross front door, back door, and any side doors, and the garage door. 
right? And yes. you're going to say, Uncle Joe, whoever, get him out of here. Okay, that's what you were told to do. It has nothing to do with an ancestor altar. You can put a little of that graveyard dirt on your ancestor altar, but that was a specific spell, okay? Yes, yes. And these two things t- together work really well to ensure that this person will go away and go away quickly. And you should, uh, you should, you know, keep, you know, the pressure on. Make sure that you're safe. If there's any instance where you feel unsafe in your house, you call out to that ancestor. You've now invited the ancestor into the home. The spirit is there. And so you go, Uncle Joe, I'm not feeling good today. Grandpa so-and-so, I'm not feeling good today. I need you to work faster on this. And Mm -hmm. then you keep that prayer going, and that spirit will work on him on your behalf. These two things, work work it quickly and get this man out of your house because... There is some danger here. There's some real danger here. But I do think the good news is that this person will go. If you do this stuff, I think you can get this person out. There's a really strong indication that this is not a person you're going to be stuck with. Okay. Um, now, I'm going, to, I'm going to add a couple of things here, too. I really like what John said about the motherwort. That's real important. Um, you could also use motherwort and making little packets um, and putting in the bed of the of any children or in between your own uh, box spring and mattress on your side of the bed. If you always sleep on the same side, if you don't, you can't do it. But you want that to protect you and protect the children. There are other herbs that are used for protection, um, and uh, they are that are more calming type herbs. Um, bay leaf is used for protection. Agrimony is used for protection, and but motherwort is the best for you putting in the laundry. Okay, so um, seriously, you have to involve living family relatives if you have any, or living friends. Yeah. And you and I mean we 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 cannot forget that part of it. But if yeah, you have an ancestor who settled this land, who knows this land, who lived on this house or on this land anywhere. That ancestor is the one you must call on, or all of them. You, if you have seven ancestors going back to the Revolutionary War, go get from the graves of all of them and say, you know, great-great-grandpa Joe, this is your daughter so-and-so. Uncle Joe, this is your niece so-and-so. And you've got to talk to them all, get their dirt, give them the offerings that you think they would want, and use that dirt if you can. Whenever you have an opportunity, put his shoes facing toward the door. If he puts his shoes down in the closet, if he puts his shoes down in the bedroom, always turn his shoes so the toes point out the bedroom, okay? The toes point out the closet. So all his shoes must point out, okay? Got that? All right. Whew, I think we we did the best we can. I really ho- have some hope for help here, but this was a bad case, and I'm going to say, you know, um, whatever. <laughs> All righty. Let's turn this over to Papa Newt. Support for this programming is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com. And by the Association of Independent Readers and Reworkers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org. And by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our next client. 
And our next client is a first-time uh, caller calling in from area code 571 in Virginia. Uh, this is Michelle. Michelle, are you there? Oh, Michelle. Hi, uh -oh. yes, I am. Oh, ah, there's you Michelle. are. Welcome. And thank you for entrusting us with your situation this evening. Uh, now, I see that you have not had any readings, uh, or you've had a reading with Ms. Cap, but no other reader, readers or root workers on this particular situation. Is that correct? That's correct. All right. And you said uh, Friday. Was this like last Friday you had a reading? Was it like recently? <laughs> yes, it okay. was. Okay. Okay. And Michelle writes, I want to know about my love life. Did my old root worker push my boyfriend away? Is he worth pursuing any further? Turn it back to you, Ms. Kat. Okay. Hi, Michelle. I remember that reading. Hi. <laughs> and I believe that if I, my memory serves me well, we did come up with the um, answer to that was yes. Um, your root worker did push away your boyfriend. Is that correct? Yeah, we were trying to, well, I don't think we finished because you had another call coming in, but um, that was my third question that I had for you was, you know, did she really push oh, I, away? I, and I, 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 believe, I believe that we did do that. I believe we did finish that question, and, I, uh, and I'm pretty sure that the answer was yes. And um, if, you're, if I'm not mistaken, were you the lady who um, had a husband as well as a boyfriend pushed away? I did, yes. Yes, yes. Oh, I remember this I was well. Married yes, initially. I do remember, and I do remember even finding out why for you, which was that the root worker liked <laughs> to bring trouble into your life in order to get more jobs. Okay, do, do you oh, remember me okay. saying that? You remember me saying that? Yes, okay. she did. So I I'm remember just now, you. yes. Yeah, yeah. So I did do that reading, and... Um, and we talked over time, and when I had the new, because I built a half-hour bumper between my clients. <laughs> yes, so you did. we talked uh -huh. over, we yep. talked a half-hour over, and I said, now i got to go. All right, so I'm now going to turn this over to Ali. So I had somewhat answered the question. I believe I had answered it thoroughly. But um, we're going to see what we can do as far as getting some um, more um, insight into this. So, Ali, it's yours. Okay. Yeah, I've pulled a few cards here, and uh, I'm answering the question. Kat's already confirmed, you know. Uh, something's happened here. There was an intervention of some sort, uh, and I, I, I trust Kat's reading there. So the question I'm following is, is it worth pursuing? Is there something there? Can you get this back and you fix this? Um, is that okay with you? That's the question to, to answer? Yes, that's exactly it. Uh, yep. Okay. So I've pulled a few cards here. The first card is the Knight of Pentacles. The Knight of Pentacles is a person who is stationary. They're sitting on their horse, golden coin in, ha in the hand, and behind them is a plowed field. This is also the only knight that isn't moving and the only knight that has two jobs. This is a knight who's been called from being a farmer. He puts on his armor and he does his work. But the coin is a good thing. It's an indication that he there is some holding on to feelings. There's still some potential. The seeds are still there. However, there is no movement. And so while the emotions are good, the actions are lacking. And that's where the magical intervention is going to be needed in order to get this person to move. The next card uh, leading to from the Knight of Pentacles is the uh, Nine of Pentacles, a beautiful woman with golden coins around her. Uh, she's got a falcon in her hand, and this is an indication of the uh, seeds that have been planted have now fully come into fruition, meaning that you have 
the skills needed in order to turn this situation around. Now, you're going to have to rely on some long-distance magical work. You're going to need that little falcon to carry the message for you. So some type of communication work, some type of come-back-to-me work, return-to-me work is needed in addition to some very strong uncrossing work. The final card that we have is the Two of Swords. The Two of Swords tells us that you have the power to make the right decision, but you first got to focus on yourself. Do some uncrossing work, do some cleansing work, then do some uncrossing work on him, and then begin some work in regards to magic. There is some potential here, but it is a distant potential, which means that the circumstances are all in your favor. He still has feelings. He's still holding on to something there. You've still got some feelings. You've got some power here. Should you decide to use it, to manifest it, to bring the potential into fruition, you simply have to follow the right path. That said, this is a long road. It's not one that is going to turn around within the next couple of weeks, within the next couple of months. It's actually going to take some time. So bear that in mind that this is going to be a long road should you decide to take it. And it's going to require you to draw upon some inner reserves before you can uh, turn this situation around. I do recommend working with a root worker, uh, Miss Cat, for example, more regularly to get readings or consultations or magical coaching to kind of guide you along this path, to kind of give you some custom direction in addition to the root work that we'll give you today. Now, I also did a geomantic reading which gave us conjunctio, which is a good sign. There's an indication that, yes, you can affect a reconciliation here, but again, and it's a road that's going to take a little bit of time, and it's going to be in flux for the first few weeks to a month. Timing-wise, it looks like late summer. So bear that in mind that this is not a situation where if you start the work now, by April or May, he's in your arms. This is a situation that looks like we're looking at almost August-September time period uh, where this person will be back in your life and, and everything is restored. That's what I see here. I'm going to turn this over to John St. Germain, and then you're going to have Miss Cat give you some root work advice. Okay. Uh, uh, thank you, Conjurman Ali. Um, <clears throat> um, well, I, I, see, uh, I see some stuff here um, that makes me want to go back. I want to go back a little bit. Uh, it seems like this uh, relationship – with your boyfriend had some problems before the root work got root worker uh, messed it up. I have the five of hearts and the moon, and I have the tree. So there were some um, there's some issues there. The five of hearts tells me that there was uh, there was some chaos in this relationship before. Um, it, the the tree leads me to believe that uh, he he may have had some moodiness. Um, and uh, <laughs> difficulties expressing himself uh, consistently. Uh, he, he kept you guessing a lot about his uh, his motives. And uh, uh, the moon uh, the moon next to the five the five of hearts is a very chaotic card. Um, uh, it's a situation that's so intense and unpredictable that um, in a in a love relationship that um, you. There can be a lot of anxiety in it, and uh, the moon next to the five of hearts can indicate a lot of um, ups and downs and guessing and uh, 
et cetera. So uh, basically the root worker just took that and rather than fixing it, he amplified it. The tree indicates growth, so he, he amplified it. Uh, so if you do get your boyfriend back, um, I think you're, you're going to have to work on that. Um, um, uh, you know, you have to start at ground zero, you know, and, and work on that. Um, some people, uh, you know, such as yourself, you're very uh, empathetic, and uh, uh, some people, such as yourself, will attract, um, uh, you know, people like that. And uh, um, uh, the two of you act as a, you're like the bowl that holds the the water, um, uh, and uh, and act as a soothing or a calming influence. On, on people like this, and uh, uh, I, I think it can be done. I think it can be done. Um, so um, I believe that uh, there can be some success here. But you know, it, 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 well, my, my grandmother would say it's a handful. You know, you have a handful here. Um, so your decision would be, since the five of hearts is also a crossroad, you know, it forms a, a crossroad in love. Do you want to do this, or do you want to? Cut your losses and go, you know, go in another direction. That would be the question, I would think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, thank you very much, John. Um, oh, so, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, you know, Ali, Ali um, saw this with the Knight of Pentacles, and um, and that is the stalled out guy. He's just stalled out. The Nine of Pentacles, which shows a woman with a snail on one side and a um, and a bird in her hand, is I call it snail versus bird, and you have to make a choice. <laughs> Do you want to start, keep on doing this for a long time uh, to try to get the snail to come to you, which is, um, you know, a difficult situation, or do you want to go with the bird, which is an unknown new person, because the bird has a hood over its um, its head, you can't see mm-hmm. it, and um, and so I I'm seeing here that that um, uh, and I'm a little troubled because I know that reading I gave you, and what I yes. And I and I, I was a little hurt when you said I hadn't finished the reading because I always finish my reading. Sorry, honey. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm at sorry. This. I didn't mean it that way. I think at the end, when we got to the end, let me re-clarify. When we got to the end, you did tell me that she pushed him away and my husband, but I did not yeah. get to ask you specifically about him. So let me yeah. rephrase yeah. Well, that. that was uh, the original question was, that, you know, you wanted to know what she, if she did or not, and I asked answered that. Yeah, I also said that yeah, there was trouble getting him back, and the trouble is also in this. Yeah, somebody said, "Aw, yeah, I get hurt feelings. I, I'm a, I'm allowed." Okay, so um, so the trouble is in Ali's reading with that two of swords. You're still under cross conditions, and you're blindfolded. You're not seeing clearly yet. And the um, the person who holds a sword, uh, protecting against past situations and holds a sword against future situations, but is, has their eyes covered, really needs to take a moment and set down those swords. So I, my advice to you as a, as a root worker is let it go. Whatever that root worker did to you, it's over. Let it go. Drop your swords. You don't need to protect against that person's work anymore. You just need to go on. Don't try to protect against the future. If you don't want this person because they're um, irredeemably troubled and you know you can't change 
a man. You can change a baby's diapers, but you can't change a man. Okay? So um, I'm thinking you're still clinging, but, you know, but you're, you're wanted back. But if he comes back, he's going to come back just as troubled as John said. John said the guy was problematic, right? Mm-hmm. So um, my advice w- would be to lay down the, your swords and take off your blindfold and just say, okay, it happened, it's over with, I'm making a clean break, I'm going to start over. So I would recommend a cut and clear type working. Um, and um, if he comes back, he will come back under the terms you set in that cut and clear. So this is a, you can go to luckymojo.com forward slash cut and clear dot html. There are free spell there. I don't want to just tell you all of it on the air because it's it's already on the web. Cut and clear dot html, and they'll post it in there for you. Um, there are many cut and clear spells. There's not just one. Any spell that in we were just talking about turning bad situations to good, and the the last of the recommended things was cut and clear. And cut and clear is to um, make a list of what you liked about this man and what you didn't like. I want you to use pinking shears or any kind of scissors and make a zigzag line and cut between those. I want you to burn the list of what you didn't like to ashes. I want you to take that those ashes and take them down to a crossroads or to a running river and either scatter them into the air or scatter them into the water. That's what you didn't want. You just don't want it. It's gone. Then you have a list of what you loved about this man and you say, all right, if he can come back to me with all of these qualities that I wanted, let him come back. But if not, this list is a, is a uh, declaration to the universe that the new person I want will have all of these good qualities. And so um, the, the good list, usually it's common to put it into your underwear fold it up in some of your underpanties and say, the next man who enters my panties, the next person who comes into my panties <laughs> is going to have these good qualities. Okay? So okay, now you can you can take that spell farther. In the Mediterranean, that spell is often done with lemons, lemon, actual mm. lemons. It can also be done with cut and clear oil or cut and clear powder and will be, um, you know, uh, you, you draw that down between the two things when you, when you do the... Uh, when you do the lists, okay? okay? Um, another thing, um, oh, Angela L., thank you. Oh, my gosh, Angela L., my little my little lady in the chat room. Angela L. asks, did she cut and clear or cleanse any hold that the old root worker may have on her? That's a very good point, super good point. And mm. that goes right to Ollie's card, Two of Swords. So you do need to cleanse off, um, and at the new moon, when the next new moon happens, uh, if you look at the card, the Two of Swords, you can look it up online, there's a new moon in the sky sinking down after the sun, and you want to bathe, and you want to um, remove the influences of that root worker, including taking that root worker's name and number out of your phone um, taking that out of your database, whatever. You just want that root worker mm-hmm. gone. And you have to do that and bathe, and you can use cut and clear um, oil to make a bath or cut and clear bath crystals, or you can make your own lemon 
and you can scrub yourself with a lemon, just a, a regular mm-hmm. old lemon. And some people will make a lemon mm-hmm. salt scrub. If you if you take um, if you take shea butter, you know what shea butter mm-hmm. is, yeah. Yes, shea butter. You're going to add some salt to it. And you're going to add some lemon juice. Just make that up and then get into the shower and just scrub yourself with that. It's it's quite strong and it might be irritating to your skin. So, so be good about it and, get, and wash it all off and clean yourself with water afterwards. But that um, lemon and shea butter and salt scrub will get off you. And you want to wash from up to down. And you want to, you don't have to do your hair, you know, with that kind of mess in your hair. But you want to do it from your neck on down at least, if not your face. And and when you do it, you're going to crisscross your arms with your left hand on your right shoulder, your right hand on your left shoulder, just like in that card, Two of Swords. And then you're going to release and sweep downward and open your arms up. And then you're going to go down your legs, down your arms. Each arm does the other arm. Each leg does the uh, you know the opposite leg, and then you're going to end up with your feet, and you're going to do the same hand, same foot, mm. or you, if you can stand really good, if you're if you've got good balance, you can do your opposite foot with your opposite hand, and you go from heel to toe, and let it all go down the drain. And if you want to, you can take a little bit of that water that was left over and carry it to a crossroads and throw it in or take it out in your yard and throw it to the west and say, I'm removing all the conditions of this root worker and I will never mention her name again or his if it was a him. I will never say this name again. You will maybe refer to him as I once had a root worker. You might refer to them as Mr. Shithead or whatever. I, I have names for all these people that I never <laughs> mention again. Right? I used to have a friend, is how often I... I used to have a friend who told me, because I never will use that person's name again. That has to be gone. Gone. Okay? okay. okay. So mm-hmm. that is that is my um, idea. Anybody have any, anything to add on? John, how about you? Um, yeah, I have a very nice little uh, assortment of uh, stones you can make a little bag from that would, uh, mm. uh, and you don't need big ones, just little chips, little small stones. It wouldn't cost you very much. Uh, get you a bag and a lavender bag um, would be a, a good color. It can be any color, but lavender would be good. And get you a, a small piece of pink kyanite and a small piece of denverite a small piece of red jasper, and a, uh, a little bit of black jet. And if you wanted to uh, really supercharge these stones, put a pinch of come-to-me powder. Don't use oil on stones. It's yucky. Um, a little bit of uh, come-to-me powder. Uh, in that little bag and rub it around a little bit and carry this with you for at least nine days. Um, and uh, you can start with the uh, full moon. And, uh, you know, send out uh, you know, send out your intention. You can put a petition in there if you like to to bring mm-hmm. in that uh, that new lover. And um, uh, this is very power. This is a very powerful cut and clear crystal bag. Okay, we're going to have to cut it short because we've got the the music. And there were there were some stones, and I missed one of them. Can you just give me the? It was pink kyanite, denverite, 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 and, um, and it was red oh, was jasper. It red jasper? Red jasper. I knew it was something. Yeah. Good. Okay. And then a black jet. <laughs> and jet. black jet. Got it. All right. Mm-hmm. All righty. Thank you. All right. Well, we're going to um, uh, turn this over to the next segment. 
And that will be our network scheduled announcement brought to us from all the electrons in storage somewhere on a server not near you. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie, Sundays, 3 to 4.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6. The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix LeFay, Fridays, 1 to 2. And Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays, 7 to 8. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time for our free spell segment with John St. Germain of johnstgermain.com in Knoxville, Tennessee. Take it away, John. Oh, thanks. My goodness. Uh, has this evening flown by? Yeah. Um, this is a, uh, a little spell, a little spell box you can make to help uh, turn your situation around. If you're having a, a bad stuff, you're going to make a little luck attraction box, and you get a tin. It can be a little aspirin tin or an Altoid tin, but a, a little box, a little metal box. And in it, uh, put a few rose petals, um, however many you can fit in the box. depends on the side of your little tin box. And uh, uh, some frankincense and some myrrh and some cinnamon, you can break off the cinnamon bark, um, five grains of paradise, count them one, two, three, four, five grains of paradise. Uh, you'll add a small lodestone that's fed with some iron dust and um, write your petition uh, for the situation you want to turn around, whether it's your love, uh, luck, or if you're just having an oppression, just uh, you write your petition. My my uh, my situation is uh, turning from bad to good. And you bury this in a pot with a money plant. And uh, as this plant grows, your luck will flourish. And your unfortunate situation will turn to a fortunate situation. All right. Now, what do you mean by a money plant? I mean, I know what I mean, but can you give us some examples of money plants? Yeah, it, it's this plant that grows um, the oh, seed pods. Oh, you mean the plant Lunaria? Ah, Luma, yeah, you yeah, really mean Lunaria. a money plant? Okay. Yeah, look, I was they look thinking, like coins. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I was thinking a money plant mm. could be time. It could be mint. No, no, you mean Lunaria, the money plant. Got it. Yeah, it looks. It, it grows these. Uh, it looks like it grows coins. Um, yes. 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 The Lunaria plant, you all can look it up, has, has seed pods that look like the full moon. And that's why it's called Lunaria, because it means Lunaria. moon plant. But it also, they look like coins. And um, it's a fantastic plant. Oh, that's wonderful. I got it. Cool. <laughs> that's a great little spell. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say another thing that can be done. With um, Yes, yes, Anita Perez is right. It's also called Honesty. That's the other name of this plant, Honesty. Silver Don't dollar plant. Silver, Silver dollar, dollar plant. plant. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got it. We got it. Thank you, Anita. Thank you so much. Yeah. So that's a great spell. Now I get it. That is fantastic. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can harvest seeds it, yeah. off of it, you know, and, and use them in your uh, 
spell work. Um, I've, I've got seeds from uh, a plant I started growing years and years ago, and I'll plant a new one, uh, you know, and grow it um, for fortune. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, just, you just keep the, like a like a flame from a candle. You just keep it going. Is it the same flame or a different flame? Is it the same plant or a different plant? You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's really good. I'm gonna I'm gonna add a little something. You said a tin. Sure. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. around tin. Okay? okay. Yeah. Because the plant, the, these are these are Lunaria pods, the silver dollar. They're called silver dollar plant. Also, that's what they look like. So if you can get a round tin, so much the better. Okay. Sure. And yeah. um, I'm gonna, uh, if it's to reverse uh, money problems, I'd even put a coin in it. Right, a coin sure. that fits that round tin. Now I have a bunch of these. You can get these little round. Uh, oh, they have mints in them and things. And these are these little snap tins. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. You press yep. on them and they poop, they snap open. Yep. Believe yep. me, coins will fit real tight in there. Put the coin in, then do everything he said. Okay, coin first, coin at the bottom. Um, I've got uh, a little round tin right here in front of me for Livia, Nivea hand cream. Uh, that's you get little exactly tins it. for uh, mm-hmm. yeah for lip lip gloss and all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah, there's lip glosses that come in them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that I love. You know, I tell you, I'm working on this book, and gosh knows, um, we're like uh, you know just a little bit away from going to press. Um, uh, Deacon Millet just turned in his proofreading on it, and and Gray is working on the cover. So the proofreading's all done. I'm going. God, this spell is too good. Can I fit it in at the last minute and can credit John? I don't know how right I can do that. I'm, I'm, if I, I promise you a book on container spells. I promise you one. No, no, I'm doing the book on container spells. You're too late, baby. I did it. Oh, it's bottle oh up and go. Goodness. That's it. That's it. It's it's bottle up and go. It's done. I mean, it's ready. I mean, it's all typeset. Sure. It's been proofread. But I didn't have any contribution from you. If I can fit this in, I will. If I can't, well, we'll just have to heave a big sigh. Um, but this this book is is ready to go. Bottle up and go. Um, it's kind of a companion to paper in my shoe. Um, mm-hmm. It's you know another one of these books on um, a particular form of work. And Deacon Millet gave me a nice piece of praise today. I have to say, he said this book is uh, a classic because aside from candle spells, although it does mention them, this book has more spells in it than any. I mean, it's dense. It's dense. Oh, if I can fit wow. your, uh, yeah, it's dense. So I like it when Deacon Millet praises me. I, I live for his praise. Well, you'll see. Um, so, um, well, that is a fantastic spell. I really. Oh, really, thank you. I'm glad you. I'm yeah. glad you like it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's good. It's good. Thanks. All right. Um, now, I think we're we're about um, uh, ready uh, to go to our uh, our. Um, are we ready? No, we're not. We we still have a couple of minutes left. So I have almost nothing left to say about how good that spell. You were fast, man. <laughs> I, I, was, I was just going to say one thing real quickly is that when he yes. said money, uh, when he said money plant, my mind went to a fixed money plant. So you thought time. He said the actual money plant, but my mind was like, oh, you fixed the money plant. <laughs> so we were kind of all over the place with that. Oh. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of Lucky Bamboo. You know. Right. Right. But, right. Right. Yeah. But, uh, why not? No, why not? No, this is, this is the this you know, is the real money plant. You know, depends oh. on your condition. You know. Yeah. 
Uh, no, I lo- I think this is good because if you do that's see I was not getting it too. Why did you say do it at the full moon? But of course now we get it. You see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and those uh, lunaries they grow really fast. Um, mm-hmm. Good. They grow really, All right. Really fast. Um, well, we're we're a little slow on the uptake today. Mercury was retrograde, but mm. um, um, well, there's our music at last. And um, sure. And uh, so. Um, we're going to turn this over to Papa Newt and see if he can close this out. We're going to then come back and we're going to have a few words and then we'll all say goodbye. Take it away, Papa Newt. Thank you, Miss Cat and Conjurman Ali. And thank you, John St. Germain of johnstgermain.com and Knoxville, Tennessee, for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us next week when our special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers will be Miss Elvira of Elvira.com in Santa Rosa, California, bringing us the topic on animal helpers and magic. Once again, we come to an end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. You can find Miss Cat via the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and Contraman Ali at theconjurman.com in Mission Viejo, California. I'm your announcer, Papa Newt, joining you from papanewt.com in Omaha, Nebraska. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archive via luckymojo.com plus radioshow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to say thank you for being here and invite you to tune in once again next week at the same time when you'll hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Jug Band playing the Jug Band Waltz. Thanks, everybody, and goodbye. Thank you, Papa Newt. I want to thank everybody in the chat room. I didn't get to call out everybody's name, but Dr. Sweets is there. And, um, of course, we did we did do a, do a shout-out to Angela L. And um, there's so many people here, I can't even get all of their names. But I'm just going to say thank you all, Anita Perez and Tony I, and everybody who came out for the show. Very nice to have you here. And um, I would like to tell you that... Um, we will be back with uh, Miss Elvira, and that spell, um, I mean, that show on animal helpers and magic is going to be a hot topic. She is really into animal spirits, animal totems, and animal familiars. So, this is going to be one not to be missed, and that is next week. All right. Um, I guess we everybody gets to say their last little word, and we all get to say goodbye. Goodbye, all. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bless you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.